Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another show. Today, we're talking all about contracts. And if you're a member of the Plan Produce Profit course, you've heard me talk about contracts many times. But why are we so scared about them? Well, I know, right? It's because we're nurses. And it's been ingrained in us that we will, at some point in our career, be sued. And at my specialty of labor and delivery, patients have up to 18 years to sue us for their delivery. Therefore, when it came to contracts for clients in my business, I was personally scared until I spoke to a few lawyers. And what they said made me feel a little bit better, that the risk of being sued in the freelance world is pretty slim, honestly. And if you haven't heard of anyone being sued for their writing, it's because it usually doesn't happen. Honestly, I haven't even heard of anybody yet, and I've been in business now for almost 10 years. However, that does not mean it can't happen. So let's talk about a few things today. We're going to talk about why contracts are actually a good thing and, you know, really getting over that thought of like being fearful of them. So why they're good. Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show! Not only does a contract protect you, but it also protects your clients. A lot of my clients these days are on retainers, meaning that they have a monthly deliverable from me inside their project, inside my CRM tool, HoneyBook. I have their contract with late which lays out all the legal wording as well as their deliverables that contract keeps my clients from going into scope creep which is when clients want more than what we contracted them for so let's dive in to some things that should always be in your contract and let me preface this by saying i am not a lawyer i am a nurse but all this information i obtained from different lawyers. This is not legal advice. Please take this with a grain of salt. Know that it's something that you should put inside a contract, but when you finally get a contract together, it's important to maybe get it looked at by a lawyer so that you know it's legit. Okay. So let's dive into what what should be in that contract. First thing is that the person who will be signing So you want to make sure you have the contact details correct. Many times as freelance writers, we're talking to editors and content managers. These people may not be the ones actually signing the contract. So from the start, make sure when they sign the proposal, they're ready for a contract. You ask who will be signing the contract and what is their email address so we can send it to them electronically to sign. 
The second thing you want to make sure you have is a scope of work that's defined. So if you have something from your email communication, phone calls, proposal that you could even put into that contract, make sure you do so so you can always find it when you're ready to deliver your work. Make sure you always include how many rounds of edits you're going to do for a client when you're a writer. Typically, it's about two times you'd edit something, but you should also put in there something about a rewrite. If they want it totally rewritten, how much is that going to be? Do you do that for free? I say no. I say you still you know, charge them however you feel you, you should charge them, but make sure you really spell everything out so that they don't come to you saying, I need this, I need this, and it's never in your contract, and then you have to go back to the contract or rework things and whatnot. The third thing you want to include is pricing. So inside your contract, we always add in the agreed upon pricing from the proposal. So that's through HoneyBook. It's very simple to do. You set up services, they check it, and it goes right into a contract. But be sure to always think about a late payment and the net payment days. So late payment, are you going to give them a percentage every time they're late, like a day late fee? Um, Personally, I I don't do that. I'll tell you what I do. Um, And then net payments, what does that mean? So a net payment um, is when you you read something that says net 30 or net 45. And that means that the day you send your invoice, they will pay within 30 days or 45 days. And I started putting this in my contract when after I started out, people were taking so long to pay me. And I never have that issue now. Do I charge a late fee? I don't. I have it in my contract, but I don't ever, I, I don't ever do that because I I just, I don't know. I just email them and remind them and normally they pay. So it's usually just that they're not like neglecting to pay me. They're just, they just forgot. So just send it. And usually within a few days, they, they send it over. So I don't never, I never have to like implement that late fee. But you may want to. So this is, again, like do whatever you feel is good for your business. The fourth thing you should include is deadlines. So you should have when you will deliver work after you are assigned it. Make sure you draw this out and make it clear when you start writing. So some clients want an outline first. Make sure that your work starts when you actually start writing. So if they want an outline, that shouldn't be the start of the two-week project. That should be an outline. Okay, so you get two weeks to write it or, or whatever whatever that project is. So while we're on that topic of deadlines, I'm going to segue into like expiration dates of the contract. So usually I contract clients for about one year. So when you establish a working relationship, make sure you agree on the, t- the length of your contract. And then, you know, make a note to yourself in your like Google Calendar or in, wherever you will like I, I use ClickUp for my project management. I put something in ClickUp to say, check client A's contract. They're, they're due for a renewal. Okay, another thing, fifth thing, is a termination policy. So expiration dates are wonderful. They're great. But what if a client or you wants to end work for whatever reason? Maybe the budget is, is they're not willing to go above it after you renegotiate or you add in a scope of work that they didn't, anticipate and now they're not willing to pay for it. So what, or they have a budget thing, like they can no longer afford you and you have it 
that they are supposed to have you for a year. What are your terms there? So I have a my contract that the client has to let me know within 30 days of advance. And at the end of that month, final work will be delivered and payment will be received. So 30 days, either either way. If I don't want to work with them, I have to give them a 30-day notice. And if they no longer can work with me, again, 30-day notice and work won't just halt. We would finish whatever we started. Um, and then number six, the ownership of the content. So almost all the time as a freelancer, you are writing for some sort of company. Therefore, after you submit the work, it belongs to the client. You can't use it for your personal use, nor can you use it for another client. So some clients have asked me that before. I always thought it was like common knowledge, that, but I put it in the contract anyway, because I think it's important. So those are your six tips. I'll run through them really quick for you again. They are Make sure you get the person who's signing the contract's details once you go forward with starting a contract process. Make sure your scope of work is really clearly defined. Define your pricing. Make sure that is always in there in the terms of your pricing and payments. Your deadlines and expiration dates of the contract. Your termination policy and who owns the content. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Catch me again in another episode. I will talk to you soon. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.